This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 394. Three guaranteed ways to know you're speaking to a Bostonian. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, downloaded more than 10 million times. We believe in connection, not perfection, with your American hosts, Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, and Michelle Kaplan, the New York radio girl, coming to you from Boston and New York City, USA. Today we have a guest on All Ears English. Our guest today is a local Bostonian and is a graduate and undergraduate level writing professor at Boston University. She holds a master's degree from Tufts University and loves to explore challenges that international students face at universities in the U.S. Our guest today is Diana Lynch. Let's welcome Diana to the show. Hey guys, welcome to All Ears English. Thanks for joining us today. And today I have a very special guest on the show. It's my roommate, Diana. And Diana is from Boston, an original Bostonian. Diana, welcome to the show. Hi, Lindsay. How are you? Very good. I love how you just said, how are you? Can you say that one more time? Sure, Lindsay. How are you? So that's a very, very unique way of greeting because I would have said, now I'm not from Boston, I'm from New Hampshire, and I would have said, hi, Diana, how are you? Well, I drop my R's and that's the problem. Now, when I say R, I usually say, ah, like, how are you? Oh, this is great. I'm so glad you're here today because today we're going to talk a little bit for our listeners in case they ever visit Boston, which they should, by the way, right, Diana? It's a fantastic city. Absolutely. We have a lot of universities. We are the cradle of liberty. So much happened here. You should come and see our fabulous city. (laughs) Excellent. Excellent. So if our listeners come to Boston, we want them to be able to understand what people are saying if they run into a local Bostonian. So, Diana, today let's give our listeners three ways to recognize a Bostonian by listening to their accent. What is the first way we can pick out if we're listening to a Bostonian? Well, like I said, it is the drop down. So, if somebody says to you, wow, that's a wicked bummer, that means it's not very good. That's fantastic. That's a wicked bummer. So you just said bummer instead of what? What would be the, the, the plain way of pronouncing that in a non-Bostonian way, Diana? The, the name is of the word is bummer, as in it is a bummer. But we say bummer, dropping the R once again. Excellent. I love that. And I hear this sometimes on the street here in Boston. I don't hear it as much here in Cambridge because there are more transplants, right, Diana? What's a transplant? A transplant is somebody who comes from another city that comes to Boston and lives and does not have the accent. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And so there's a famous phrase where we drop the R's. What is that about parking your car somewhere? How would we say that phrase, Diana, if we show our listeners how we drop that R? We are famous for this, parking the car in Harvard Yard, which you can't do because the yard has no parking. (laughs) That's fantastic. So I'm sure our listeners can really hear here how it's really, really different. Diana, what part of Boston did you grow up in? I grew up outside of the city about a half hour. 
Excellent. About a half hour. This is fantastic. So this is one of the more authentic Bostonian accents that you guys are ever going to hear. And this is super cool. Um, and just a side note, I like how you added the word wicked. We haven't talked about that on this show yet, Diana. What, what does that mean? Wicked means incredibly good. It is a word that you can use like fabulous or incredible. It's wicked. Yeah, so kind of extreme or very good. So you said it's a wicked bummer, right? I did, and that means it is incredibly bad. <laughs> That's awesome. So what? So now we know that if we're listening to someone dropping their R's, they are clearly local Bostonians, right? But what's the next way, Diana, that we could tell that we're talking to a Bostonian? Well, we have very interesting vocabulary here. We say things that most other people do not. For example, all set? Someone will say to you, all set, and you look at them and think, what does that mean? When a person says to you, all set, they are asking you, do you need anything else? Some Bostonians don't even use the word all. They will just look at you and say, set? And you need to know what that means. I love that. I love that. I actually didn't even know that that was true, that people would drop the all when we say all set, right? I mean, so are you all set? Are you, are you okay? Right, guys? So if you go to a cafe, if you go to a restaurant and your waiter might come up to you and say, you know, set or all set, right? Are you okay? Are you okay? And so do you hear this all the time, Diana? It happens all the time. And in fact, my students are constantly asking me, what does that mean? When someone says all set, I don't understand, but that's what it means. And that's what I tell my students. I love that. So Diana, where do you teach? Do you teach ESL also? I do. I'm an ESL teacher. I teach at Boston University. I'm a writing student, a uh, writing instructor, and I teach writing students how to structure their writing in a more English fashion. That's super cool. And do your students really struggle with the Boston accent, with understanding Bostonians? Yes, they do, especially the people who have never heard it before. So this is a very important podcast so you can understand exactly how we sound. So when you come to our city, you'll be able to understand things like, that's a wicked bummer, and we're all set. That's awesome. And Diana, what are some great movies that our listeners could, we're going to get to the third piece next, but what are some great movies that our listeners could watch to get a better sense and to hear more of your accent or this local Bostonian accent? There is one great movie that came out years ago. It's called Goodwill Hunting. And Goodwill Hunting has two boys from Cambridge and they were able to produce the accent that we have so so, so clearly. So it's goodwill hunting. You should see the movie. That is the Bostonian accent. I love that movie, by the way, right? Matt Damon and Ben Affleck, I think. Yeah, we learn a lot about Boston. We learn a lot about uh, about Cambridge and about the Boston accent. So if you guys are loving Diana's accent, and I really like it, I think it's pretty cool. And if you guys want to practice being able to actually understand this local Boston accent when you come here, check out that movie. And I think the other one was, what was that movie um, based in South Boston with... Uh, Oh, well, we'll have to get back to you guys on that one. We'll make a list in the blog post on other of other uh, movies that were based in Boston. If you 
you are tired of sounding unnatural when you speak English, you need the 100 most common phrases in English. It's our free ebook. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash 100 to download it now for free. See you there. So Diana, what's the third way we can know that we're talking to a Bostonian? Well, we have other very interesting words. Uh, one of the very unique words about, uh, in Boston is what we call the grinder. Now, do you want a grinder? Do you want an Italian grinder? An Italian grinder is nothing more than an Italian sandwich, and it's loaded with meat and vegetables, but the word grinder does not exist anywhere other than inside Boston. So, the word is grinder, and it means a large sandwich. Awesome. So we're hearing two aspects of the accent here, right? We're hearing you drop that R. So I would say I'm not from Boston. I would say grinder, er, er, right? And Diana's just dropped that R. Grinder. Grinder. Very cool. Very cool. And, you know, I being, for me, myself being from New Hampshire, I would say a sub, a sub sandwich. Do you say that here in Boston? We do. That is a word that does exist here, but we tend to say grinder. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me a little bit, Diana. So now we know the three ways. Let's just recap these three ways that our listeners can know they're talking to a Bostonian. What was the first one? Sure. The first one is a dropped R. That is the dropped R between wicked bummer and Harvard parking the car. When you hear that, you know that you're in Boston. When you hear words like grinder or all set, you know that you are in Boston. It's very, very interesting to note that these words are examples of the dropped R and some vocabulary use that we have here in Boston. I love that. I love that. And what is, what's the history of this? I mean, where does this come from? Like, why do Bostonians speak this way and New Yorkers don't? Well, in 1621, we were uh, settled by people who came from 25 miles southwest of London. These people were British. And for about 150 years, Boston was a very British city. However, uh, the British have since become Americans, but the accent has stayed. And so we will see things and hear things here that are quite uh, reticent, uh, reminiscent, there we are, of the uh, British accent, for example, I can't go with you. We drop the, uh, the A it becomes a long A. So I can't go with you. I have to go to the bathroom. So there is another example of how the British English has affected the Bostonian accent. Ooh, I like that. And if, if we have any teachers listening, I know a lot of teachers listen to this show. If you're from south of London, drop me an email at lindsay at all ears English. And we would love to have you on the show and compare your accent to Diana's accent and see if we can pick out the commonalities there. That would be super, super interesting, don't you think? Oh, absolutely. Language is fabulous, not only for the, our ability to communicate, but it really marks us. It shows us who we are to each other. So when you meet somebody and they are speaking to you, you can hear them. You are able to figure out where they are from, how they grew up, and incidentally, uh, where they went to school. This is part of how language works, and it does mark you, and it's a fascinating topic in sociolinguistics if you're interested in uh, pursuing that. Yeah, that's the next piece that I just wanted to real quickly ask you about, Diana. 
you know, this accent does mark you, right, as being a local Bostonian. And Boston is a place where we have a lot of transplants, people coming from the West Coast, from California. Have you felt any sense of, like, people having an attitude in one way or another towards this local Bostonian accent? What are your thoughts on that? Yes, I have. In fact, uh, it happens every day. <laughs> I have was trying to order a Arnold Palmer. And the man who was taking my order could not understand me. And I kept saying, I want an Arnold Palmer, an Arnold Palmer. And he said to me, Madam, I don't understand what you are saying. And so finally, the lady behind him said, she wants an Arnold Palmer. It is a drink. That's the Bostonian accent. You have to understand what they're saying. They don't say as, they say long a's, and that is the way that is. So he finally got me my drink. I was happy, but this happens to me all the time. I say, I need to go to the market, and people say, what is the market? But the market is the place to go and pick up food. It's the supermarket. That's fascinating. That must have been frustrating for you because you know that you've been in Boston longer than that man that you were trying to order from. But he's looking at you like you're crazy or like you're out of place and you don't belong. And that's, that's where some, some, you know, embarrassment can come and it can be hard. But what do you think about that? I think there's tensions. With language, I think there's tension and sometimes people don't understand other people, but our responsibility as speakers, is to be as clear as possible, even though we have long accents, even though we think we are speaking correctly. Perhaps it's easier to say it in another way. I should have explained that I wanted the drink in a different fashion, and perhaps he would have understood me. But it is frustrating because there are people here who will never understand when I say, sure. That means, sure. I love that. I love that. So guys, we hope you've had a chance to listen to this accent really closely. Again, if you want to hear the accent a bit more, pick up the movie Goodwill Hunting or I just remember, Diana, what that movie is. The Town. Yeah. And that's a fantastic one, too. Also set in Boston will give you a really good sense of the Boston accent. So, guys, if you're getting ready to come to Boston, listen to this episode a couple of times. And if you have a question about anything you heard on the show today, drop me an email at lindsay at allearsenglish.com and we'll answer your question. Diana, thank you so much for coming on the show. This has been super cool. Oh, you're so welcome, Lindsay. Thank you very much. I had a blast. And for everybody out there, have a fabulous day. Thanks a lot, Diana. See you soon. Thanks for listening to All Ears English. And if you're taking your IELTS exam this fall, get our free IELTS checklist, the seven easy steps to a seven or higher on the IELTS. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, be sure to subscribe to our podcast on your phone or on your computer. See you next time.